Hey guys, this is Fernando. And this is Faith. And this is Morales After Dark. I'm a local youth pastor here in the city of Santa Barbara. I'm a worship leader and a stay-at-home mom. In this podcast, we talk about ministry, life, and everything in between. All right, guys, this is our first podcast. This is, a, this is actually a test. Um, we are, um, yeah, we just came up with this idea a couple of um, weeks ago. And well, a couple of, I've had the idea for a while. Right. But we started getting serious about like actually doing it a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And so um, I just told my wife, I, I was like, well, you know what? I mean, we have a mic, we have good equipment, and why and don't we, we have voices. <laughs> why don't we just go ahead and do it? So this is us attempting to do a podcast um, with, I hope, interesting things to say. Yes. Um, why'd you say it like that? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, today's topic is yes. one that is very personal to us and is something I don't think we've ever talked about. We have just... We've talked about it as long as we've known each other. Right, but not like... I don't think we've ever been open with other people about it. Yeah, maybe not you. You know, the truth is I forget sometimes. Yeah. And today's topic is... um, What's it called? <laughs> I forgot. Oh my gosh. You Hold forgot on. what we're talking about? <laughs> no, I, I forgot what it, like, how to say it. <laughs> Today's topic. Not how to say it, but like yeah. Today called. today's topic is uh, about mixed. Is it mixed couple? No. How can we say it? Uh, multiracial marriages. Biracial yeah. marriages. Is it biracial? Biracial. Look it up. Anyways, yeah, I think that's it. Okay, I'll look it up. You keep talking. So today's topic is about biracial relationships. I tend to forget that I am Mexican from Mexican parents and full Mexican background. And my wife, although they do confuse her and they think that she's Mexican, she's actually white. I'm a gringa. She's a gringa. Um, Interracial. There we go. Interracial. Interracial. (laughs) So today's topic is about interracial marriage. And so... Yes. That's something that we want to talk about and some some of the highs and lows and pros yeah. and cons and Yeah. So yeah, I think we don't think of ourselves as as interracial because of the color. Wait, am I white? You're not white, but you're very tan. Not very, you're just tan. So like black and white is like a huge contrast right you know so i feel like we just right when you hear the word interracial marriage you think of black and white yeah but in our context that's probably why i don't really think about it because well mexican and white i mean i forget that we're not from the same background yeah and i'm reminded every once in a while yeah i mean everyone (laughs) comes into marriages with different cultures like your family culture whether you're both white or whatever you have different cultures within your family within your home and how you're raised but to add on top of that like interracial is like brings a whole new level especially um 
a language barrier. Now, we don't have a language barrier, but there is a language barrier with me and his family. Right. And that, I think, has been my greatest struggle and, like, sadness in all of this is I feel like I can't fully connect the way that I would like to with your parents. Right, yeah. Like, I, there's just that language barrier, like... Well, let's go ahead and talk about that, then. Um, so, my mom... And my dad, they both speak English. Now, if you come from an Hispanic family, you know that um, sometimes they'll hold back from speaking in English because they're afraid that they'll be made fun of. Like my mom, for example, she works at Walmart. She's worked there for years and she speaks English at work. But when it comes to her children, she doesn't do it because she thinks that we're going to make fun of her. Maybe when we were little, <laughs> we might have said something playing around. But for a Mexican mom, she doesn't forget. Yeah. And so she'll... Well, you know, there's the accent. Right. And she has so a... it's hard to pronounce... Certain words. Certain words. Right. Um, but I think that's why my mom doesn't really, like, fully speak English to us. Now, my dad, my dad works at a company where... He has to speak English all the time. So my dad, my dad is not so much of a problem when it comes to communicating with faith. Um, My mom, it's a little bit harder. What do you think? Well, I feel like I talk to your mom more, but maybe that's just because she's your mom. (laughs) Now, how was it in the beginning though? Um, let's see. Yeah, I don't even remember. I don't think we even talked that much. The most like we like conversation we had was after I had our baby mm-hmm. and his mom came to visit. Um and Fernando left us like all day together. Mm-hmm. And like there's no one else around. It was just me and her and the mm-hmm. baby. And we had Which like, I thought was great. I was like, "Whoa, my mom's going to bond with Faith and they're going to yeah. grow together." I it mean, they, they've always hard. gotten along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your mom is like an angel. She's so sweet. Um, but it was a little bit hard be- because we were both scared to like talk. <laughs> Which, but, guys, by the way, Faith can kind of speak Spanish. She actually started taking Spanish lessons when we got married. Yeah. In hopes of... I know a little bit. In hopes of communicating with my family better. Yeah. Uh, which, remember how much money I spent on that course and how many times did you use it? Okay, you didn't spend that much money. You didn't get Rosetta Stone. I got, whoa, I got got a nice one. He got Fosetta Tone. (laughs) I got a nice one. I got a nice, it was like from Barnes and Noble and it was like 50, it was like 50 bucks. Okay, like 50 bucks. So I dropped 50 bucks. Okay, and I Hold on, hold on. I dropped 50 bucks so that my wife can learn Spanish and you know how many times she used it? Like okay. twice. Uh, calm down. I used it more than that. <laughs> but you have to do it on a computer and uh, excuses. Anyway, um, but anyway, me and his mom had like a full conversation. I think there's a few there's a there's a few things that get lost in translation, but I noticed that his mom was more confident when no one else was around listening. Right. Except for me and. You know, I'm just trying to understand everything that she's saying. Mm-hmm. I would never dare make fun of her. She's speaking English. I'm not speaking Spanish. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's just, it's it's not easy. I think that's yeah. the main time that that we are reminded of 
that we are an interracial couple, right. you know, yeah. and I, okay, when we were dating, um, we had been dating like, I don't know, months mm-hmm. and he would always want me when we, we went, we both went to Bible school. That's where we met. And he was in the Spanish side. So he had tons of Spanish speaking friends. Some of them didn't know English because they came from different parts of South America. And, um, I was on like in the regular English speaking school. Um, and anyway, like Spanish school would always have parties. They were always having parties and he would. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Shout out to CFNI. (laughs) Um, and he would want me to go with him. So I remember one specific time we went to, I might be mixing two different parties, but I'll tell the best that I can. That's a lot of parties. They're like birthday parties. It's not like, or like hanging out parties, not like drinking parties. I'm trying to remember what you're, which one you're talking about. In the car? When we got in the car? Okay. Anyway. So we are sitting at this long table. We're at a restaurant. Oh, yes. Now I remember. I think it was Chipotle, maybe. No, it maybe was um, Payway. No. Yeah, it was like Payway or no. P.F. Chang's. Anyway, that doesn't matter where we were at. We were at a restaurant. Shout out to P.F. Chang's. And we got there late. Um, we came with friends. Mm-hmm. And so there was no seats that were together. So we are going to hang out with a whole bunch of Spanish school. No one is speaking English at the table. I sit down beside girls Mm -hmm. that are there. None of them are speaking English. And then Fernando sits over with the guys because the guys and girls were just for some reason separated. (laughs) So for two hours, they're talking in Spanish. No one's translating. Oh my gosh. I feel so bad. Now I remember. I think Magdiel was beside me and he was trying to help me. Yeah. But like, I feel bad because like, yeah. he's trying to enjoy himself. Yeah. Magdiel's a, a very good friend of mine who, who was there also. I will say, Magdiel is Fernando's only friend that always, always, always thought of me in translating. Mm-hmm. Like, what was going on in conversation. Always. He was, he would always think of me and translate what was happening. Man, that sucks. I, I never... Yeah, and Fernando Anyways, those did, are he did try, but like he was having fun. He was in the moment. I didn't even think about it. So we're sitting there for two hours and they are not just speaking in Spanish. They're reminiscing and telling jokes like about like mm-hmm. from the past. Yeah. And they are laughing so hard. Yeah. And I remember feeling so dumb oh my because gosh. I couldn't even laugh with them. Mm-hmm. And it's awkward to sit at a table and not laugh when everyone is laughing. Yeah. And I cannot remember who the girls were. I don't know them. But one was a little bit rude to me. Like, she was just... Oh! <laughs> yeah. She was making me feel just like I was an inconvenience oh, that I didn't mean. speak Spanish. And I remember, like, being on the verge of tears. And it's just building and building. And I think I had text Fernando, like, are we going soon? And he was like, I don't know. You know, and we rode with yeah. our friends. Yeah. So we couldn't, like, just leave. And oh, that's he sad. didn't know how I was feeling. So anyway, we go. It's finally time to go. And they're like, hey, we should go get ice cream, blah, blah, blah. And I'm, like, dead quiet. Like, I'm, oh my like, gosh. I'm not going anywhere else. And I just told him. 
I sat, I sat in the middle and there's like Fernando's on my left and coach is on my right, another friend. And then Shout I think out to it coach. was Anai and Magdiel in the front seats, I think. So I'm sitting there in the middle and they're like talking and asking questions and it's dark because we're, yeah. Going, yeah. I think we were going home because you're like, oh, we, you told him we had to go because then you saw at that point that I was upset. Yeah, I, the, the truth is like, I know, I don't know, for some reason I assume that, I don't know, that's, see, that's the thing. Like if you are listening to this and you are also with someone who doesn't speak maybe the same language as you, it doesn't really matter. Um you tend to forget because you talk to that person in English and when you're, when you're with your friends, you somehow, I I don't know, for me, I assumed that Faith was like engaging and that she was like getting the jokes, but it's now now that I think about, oh my gosh, how, like, how unfair of me to think that way. Like, I feel so bad. This is early on. So I do remember that night. I do remember like at the end of the night, just feeling so, so bad. Hold on. Let me finish. Right. And anyways, at this point. So I'm like crying in the car. It was so awkward. I couldn't hold it back. Like I was. I Were there other people there? Yeah, it was you on the left. Coach oh, right, the right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember. I like have tears like pouring down and my deal's like he turns and he's asking me a question. And I'm like, I can't answer it because I'm like crying. Mm-hmm. And he turns and he looks at me. And he's like, are you okay? He's like, what happened? So then I'm like crying even harder. And he's like, what happened? And Fernando didn't even know what happened. And he, you're like, yeah, I think Fernando was like, um, I think it's something with her family or something. <laughs> like you're like, <laughs> Did I, I know make that up? Yeah. <laughs> so, so anyway, they drop us off at our car. Yeah. Or Fernando's car. Mm-hmm. We get in the car and I start like sobbing hysterically oh my gosh like sobbing and (laughs) fernando was freaking out he's like what happened i i i thought maybe like she thought that we had said something about her or like i don't know i was thinking something horrible i can't i can't (laughs) i can't believe i made up that whole thing about your family but anyways well i don't think you elaborated you're just like right right right. i think it's something with her family seriously i don't remember so yeah, I I remember just telling you, you're like, please, like, you're mm-hmm, like, I have, mm-hmm. I can't, I have no idea what you're crying about. So I told him and he like starts crying too. He felt so bad. He's like, oh my I did? Gosh, I babe. started crying? Yeah, I think you like teared up. and you Maybe like, my eyes started sweating. Oh, okay, shush. Um, so anyway, that was like the first real moment. I had had like hard moments. Right. But because in all throughout school, I, I was roommates with all Spanish speaking yeah. people and they oh, okay so see girls. that's another thing and they I also thought, spoke English so some of the girls that you were friends with were there no that they night. weren't no 100 okay. they were not I'm tr- and I'm that still was why it was so hard because I had okay. no friends there. okay that, that's well, probably what it was Anaí, but she at that time she didn't speak that much English she was still learning English so she she tried her best well, but she we did, couldn't but... she was still learning yeah um and so we had a hard time communicating um and so Anyway, that was like that like moment at that restaurant. I remember that was like my first really hard moment where I'm like, crap, like this is hard. Mm-hmm. Like what is our life going to look like if it's like this? Like mm-hmm. 
what is our life going to look like, you know? Yeah. Man, I'm so sorry. It's okay. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> that, that, that must have been hard. It was hard. I, um, see, that's, that's, those are some of the challenges, I think, in yeah. the beginning yeah. of a biracial or interracial marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, one, one other thing that I think um, was a little bit of an obstacle, not really that big of a deal because I grew up in New Mexico. I grew up with Caucasians. I grew up with Hispanic, black. Um, the language wasn't a barrier for me, but learning new family like customs or traditions was. Um, for Faith's family, she her, her family background is... Um, they're from South Carolina. They used to be in Alaska, North Carolina. So they're all from South like Carolina. South Carolina. I'm sorry, South Carolina. So they're all from like the 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 East Coast, right? Kind of like close to yeah, the East except Coast for or, or, or the South. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but anyways, a lot of like the the for lack of better terms, like like white culture or tradition or Caucasian, whatever you want to call it, um, is is considerably different than Hispanic background. I mean, some stuff are kind of the same. Like, some staples like family, the importance of family, and being together and things like that. But even then, like, it's not the same. Mm -mm. And I remember when we would go, or the first time that I went to the South to visit her family, (laughs) it was not a culture shock, but it was like, it was a wake-up call for me to, like, really realize, like, okay, Fernando, you're, like, definitely not in Kansas anymore. It was just, well. <laughs> it was different. You're not in New Mexico anymore. Yeah, I'm not in New Mexico anymore. It was different. Um, her family's always been kind to me. They love me and I love them. I've never had any like, you know, pushback from mom or dad or anything like that. I get, you know, we get along really well. But the truth is, no matter what, there are major differences. I mean, everything from the food. For example, the first time that Faith made me breakfast <laughs> at her family's house. She I made me, <laughs> she made me, <laughs> uh, grits and, um, they're delicious. Oh, okay. So they're talking about grits and I've, I've always known that white people eat grits, I guess. And from the South. From the, okay. S- Southern people eat grits. I have never, I never, I've never even tasted but he or eats seen grits. Maltamil. Okay. Okay. So, so she's like, <laughs> I'm going to make you some grits. And I'm like, all right. So, you know, at this stage of our relationship, I'm like, I'm saying yes to anything and I'm being nice to everyone. <laughs> you know, if they offer me some food, it, even if it's like the worst dish in the world, I'm going to say it's good. So Faith makes this grits <laughs> and I guess she messed up or she was having a bad day I or something. I accidentally oversalted it. <laughs> It was an accident, and I offered to I make remember, it more. I remember when Faith, like, her family, like, they got up early in the morning. They gave us, um, uh, so they gave me grits, and I'm eating this this thing. <laughs> I'm like, it's the saltiest thing in the world, and it's gross. I mean, it's gross. Oh, my gosh. But, but I, it's bearable. It's not that bad. So I eat it, and, like, I think her mom goes, did you like it? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm not gonna lie. I I lied. Like I straight up. Well, just you. Said, t- I saw your face, and I was like, you didn't like. You it. didn't like. Yeah. No, I was like, no, no, yeah, babe. Like it was good. It was a little salty. <laughs> you know, things like that. Like that's just one example of some of the stuff that I had to like learn. Uh, food, tradition, music, all of that was a learning curve for me. 
Yeah. Um, maybe not as much as the language barrier, but even like little things yeah, like for, that. For you, it was different. Because for me, maybe because, it was more like tradition, family right. stuff. Right, and I don't think I don't think we said like it gave any family history as far as like generations from you know, from Mexico, like what generation you are. Right, right. But what do you mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know how to say it, but basically, his parents lived in Mexico. Right, they, I said it in the beginning. Oh, like, you did. Yeah. Okay. I come from Mexican parents. I grew up Hispanic. They came. I'm full Mexican. Right, yeah. They came Ye- here when they were teenagers. Right. So. And you were born in the U.S. Yeah, I was born so in the U.S. Th- there's not as much, like, I don't know. He's very Americanized. Right. But yeah, it's yeah, yeah. more of the fam- his family that I feel like I don't, I haven't fully, mm-hmm. they've fully embraced me. Mm-hmm. They are, like, the kindest people ever. But I feel like there's always that barrier where mm-hmm. we can't fully get to know yeah. each other because it gets lost in yeah you know communication yeah. gets lost and i think part of the reason why we wanted to talk about this and uh, you know we had we always talk about these things by ourselves and so we thought why not record it but um one thing that i feel like is like the overarching umbrella on this topic is the pressure like yes. the pressure to either you learn spanish or the pressure of like me, like maybe disengaging from my culture to accommodate, or, or vice not really versa. You, it would be more me learning fluent Spanish, or his family learning, or being more. Co- all his family knows English. Right, right, right. Um, but maybe being more confident speaking English. Right. What I'm saying is, like on my end, like on my end, my challenge with you, as we're talking about interracial marriage. Right. For me, I don't have a language problem. Yeah, there's no language but, there. But there's times where I have to really go, okay, this is who I am and this is where I come from. And I'm not going to like be ashamed of that. And so sometimes like certain things that I do or the things that we, you know, talk about sometimes like, you know, I have to really think like how am I accommodating or how am I like um, being understanding that this is not how she grew up doing things. Yeah. And vice versa. It's it's the same right. with her, with me. And, and I, f- like, with your culture, like, I feel very proud to uh-huh. to be married to you. Like, I feel proud that my husband is Mexican. Uh-huh. Yeah. I have, like, this pride when I say I'm married to a Mexican. <laughs> that Mexican and, and pride. And you know what? I've never had, maybe in the beginning, it seems like in the beginning I did, but but the truth is I've never been ashamed of, of being married to a huerita. You. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, the the truth is, again, like I like I said in the beginning, I forget that we're an interracial right marriage. I think so. I think where we've really had to have this conversation a lot is after we had Zeal. Yeah, and that's a good, and we started that's a good talking. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just started talking about it before, but we were like, you know, Fernando brought up many times. I want to pass on, like, keep my our heritage alive. Like, right. I want my son to speak Spanish. And I also want him to speak Spanish. So we've had many, many conversations about this and many fights and many tears. Because... <laughs> tears? From my end. <laughs> because he wants Zeal to speak Spanish. I do, too. But he doesn't want 
Zeal to speak Spanish if I don't speak Spanish because <laughs> then Zeal would know a language that I didn't know. Right. Well, this is where I think, again, if you're in a interracial marriage, you would understand how difficult it is even after the second or third generation to continue certain traditions and customs. For example, I think I grew up in the state of New Mexico and I always remember a lot of my Native American friends how difficult it was for them to learn their dialects and their language and their background. And I always I always thought like uh that, like why wouldn't you know like your heritage or why wouldn't you know your background? Now as a father of a son who's a product of a interracial marriage, now I understand how difficult it is yeah. because as as um as easy as it sounds or as easy as people put it, it's not easy. It's not easy. I mean, for me to like intentionally think, okay, I need to talk to my son in Spanish is difficult for a couple of reasons. For example, I live in the city of Santa Barbara. Yes, there are Hispanics here. Yes, there are people that speak Spanish. But in my circle of friends or in my circle of people here, since I don't live close to my family, there's really not a lot Pretty of people much. that I speak to in Spanish other than some brothers and and um, and some uh, members here at church. Yeah. Like, I don't really speak Spanish at all. Not that I don't like to or I don't want to. It's just that there's never given an opportunity. Yeah. So, and I speak to... In, you know, I speak to my wife in English, and so <laughs> I speak to English. Um, so imagine that, how difficult it is for me. Now, again, the pressure, that's the umbrella like thing that we're pointing out, the, the elephant in the room, the pressure of having to do that. Imagine, I go back home just recently, we went back home. My sister's really good at this. My sister is married to also someone like me who's grown up here with Hispanic family. Uh, family but his family his dad and mom they both speak english they both grew up here and so they're the second third generation hispanic i'm first generation here so um with him i feel like it's he feels kind of like how i do now my sister she's a little bit more intentional she's she's a little bit more hardcore when it comes to raising her son who's about zeal's age uh, about six months or five months apart um and only speaking in spanish to him um, I can't do that. I can't do that. Not only because I don't spend as much time as a mom does with her son. Um, you know, it's just difficult. And the second thing that I tell Faith, and this is where I, I'd like to hear from her, but my biggest thing is like, okay, Faith, if I'm going to speak in Spanish to zeal, like I don't want me and him to have a conversation and you not understand. Right. And this is this is where... This is my opinion on the whole matter. If he is consistently speaking to Zeal in Spanish, I'm going to learn learn right along with Zeal. When Zeal's learning new words, I'm learning those words with him. Like, that just will naturally happen. Like, Do you think that would happen? Yes, because I'm around, like, all the time when you're with Zeal. How about you watch Plaza Sesamo instead of Sesame Street? Yeah, that's... Sometimes I do put on Spanish cartoons. I need to be more yeah, intentional do. about doing that. Yeah, you but do. I think what's not fair is to put the pressure on me and say, our son can't know Spanish because <laughs> you don't know Spanish. I'm, I'm not saying that's the pressure on you. I'm just saying I would hate for him to accelerate in his growth in learning Spanish and you not be on the same level. If you are doing that that consistently, 
I'm going to learn so much by being there, too. Okay. I can learn just like Zeal can Right. Learn. No, I understand. And I by the way... I'm getting if, old, but if, like, By the way, if you're listening to this and you've gone through that, please give us some tips. Yeah. yeah give us a, you know, give us a comment. Send us your questions or your comments. Uh, we'd like to hear from you because I know we're not the only couple that's yeah, gone through this. Definitely not. And I think what's... You might be thinking, well, why don't you just learn Spanish? I really do want to. I think what is holding me back at one point in my life, like in college, I probably knew a good amount of conversational Spanish, but I get so shy. And that is my problem is that I am not the type of, I don't have the type of personality where I'm just going to throw myself into a culture and start speaking their language and, you know, make all these like (laughs) mistakes and trying to, you know, like I remember like when I would go hang out with his friends, sometimes they would have me say these words Mm -hmm. like in Spanish (laughs) and you know, it's fun and cute. But after a while it's like, okay, I don't want to be in the middle of your jokes. Like I don't want to, and they were never like making fun of me. Yeah. Yeah. They thought it was cute. And that was, and I do that to you all the time. I know you do. Um, they thought it was cute, but like for my personality, I'm like, okay, I don't want any more attention. But like if a white girl is surrounded by Spanish speaking people, everyone turns to listen because they want to hear me speaking Spanish. Yeah. Right. Like, well, for me, that's like, well, now that you said that, I do remember someone, uh, some friends of ours, um, and who, who also were in an interracial marriage and, the the girl she can speak Spanish really well and so yeah, I mean you see it. you see someone and she was on it I mean she, I mean shout out to her and her husband and, and the way they they did that um, but I remember seeing this and of course anybody sees a white girl if you're in a Hispanic culture or around Mexican people you see a white girl speak Spanish really well it's like it's it's like what like it's like the coolest thing like I don't know what it is but we love to hear. It. So I remember seeing that. I think early on, I think that's where the kind of the pressure um, Mm -hmm. came from Faith and I. And I remember now back in the day, like that was something that was brought up a couple of times. And there was a little bit of frustration on that. Definitely. But going back to what Faith was saying, like, I understand Faith. Like, I I mean, again, the only reason I can really think about this or really empathize with you is if I couldn't speak a language that you grew up speaking. Right. Like, what if you, like, had grown up French or, like, you know, you'd grown up in Germany or, you you know, you were from Europe or something and you spoke a, a, a language or a dialect that I didn't understand. Like, like I have to empathize that way and go, dang, that would suck. Right. Learning a language is not easy. Especially as an adult. So, I, mm. I, I'll give you that. Like, that's, that's difficult. So, anyways, going full circle... Um, as we're talking about this, obviously there's a lot of big differences. Food, tradition. We I'm didn't even, down with the food. <laughs> we didn't even talk about that food. No um, problem. But like, you know, tradition, culture, language, music. I mean, there's a whole list of things. But as we close with this, um, Faith, let me ask you this question. Like for any other um, couple or girl or guy that kind of is in the same situation, what would you say as a piece of advice, like, um, you know, being in a interracial marriage, and then I'll give my Mm. two cents after that. I think 
extending grace um, and definitely communication because, you know, Fernando has lots of habits that he has just like everyone has, you know, weird habits that you don't think about. Wait, I have a weird habit. You have lots of weird habits. <laughs> um, but though a lot of that has to do with how we were raised and how we grew up. And so I think conversations about those things help us to extend grace to each other. Cause then I realize like, Oh, he's like this because of this. Um, or this is why he's responding that way. And so to extend grace to your spouse, um, you know, you, it's easier to extend grace when you have an understanding of why they are the way that they are. So that's, that's the first thing that, um, pops in my head for advice about that topic. Well, I would say then on my side, whether you're the husband or you're the wife, and you're from a different culture um, or, you know, background. I think the first thing that comes to mind that I did wrong in the beginning was to put this unrealistic, like, pressure. Yeah, that's good. Um, and so I would just, my advice would be just to be patient. Um, be patient yeah. and kind of piggyback, you know, off of what she said. Um, be thoughtful. I can think of many times where we would go with my family and even now, just recently, where I would think, oh, faith knows that this is what we do, but I have to be thoughtful. And part of being thoughtful is, hey, this is explaining to her, you know, by saying, hey, this is what we do, or hey, this is some of the things that we've grown up doing, or or explaining certain things. She's not a little kid, but I think being being thoughtful and, and trying to, like she said, kind of say as much or give a little bit of a background on certain things will help. Um, And I just have one more thing to add is, and I've told this to Fernando many times when we were having our battles about the house or how things are run, is our house, like we, when we got married, we started our own family and we create our own culture. Yeah, that's good. So whether that's splitting the housework when he didn't grow up doing housework and I grew up with everyone having chores, you know. Something like that, for example. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's exactly how we were right, raised. Right. But like whether it's like changing those things up or mm-hmm. how we communicate, like meeting in the middle mm-hmm. and creating our own culture. Mm-hmm. Like this is our family and we make the decisions. We don't have to do what our parents did and our right. grandparents did. We can yeah. make our own. That's and good faith. Maybe something more healthy. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you create the culture of your home. And so that's, good. that's something that we have worked on. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the longer we're married, the more alike yeah. we're becoming. And oh, yeah. those lines have blurred yeah. a lot. Yeah. Whereas they were black and white. Now they're kind of gray. <laughs> yeah. No, that's good. Faith. Not 50 shades of gray. <laughs> hey, well, that's really good. I, um, yeah. I hope this has helped you. Um, we can keep talking about this um, mm-hmm. because we live it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, I hope that in us being open and transparent and talking about these things has helped you maybe be open and transparent with your spouse. And, um, and even if you're not married, I mean, these are things that are really good to think about even when you're visiting someone from another race or another tradition. Um, and also knowing like, what do I do? What do I say? 
Yeah. And uh, anyways, there's so much more to talk about this, but um, this yeah. is our first podcast. Yeah. Uh, so thank you for being with us for this time. Um, I would like to to hear from you guys. What What do you guys want us to talk about? Um, give us, uh, write us. Give us some feedback. Give us some feedback. Give us some messages. Um, tell us uh, what you like, what you didn't like, so we can improve. Yeah. But um, yeah, this is this is Fernando, and this is Faith. <laughs> And, and we are the Morales. <laughs> Morales. Morales. <laughs> Anyways, hey guys, thank you so much for sticking around. We love you guys, and uh, we'll this see you next time. This is Fernando with Faith after dark in our living room. Is it is a sleep? All right, talk to you guys soon.